0: Hey, I'm Des. And I'm Christy. And this is Woozy Here Podcast, where we give our running commentary over our favorite and least favorite scenes from more movies. At the end of every episode, we will be giving our own one to five scale on how much we enjoyed the film that we like to call the Woozy Scale. We rate it using one to five knives, one being the least and five being the most that we liked the film. Today's movie is Paranormal Activity 2009. Written and directed by Oren Pelley, produced by Oren Pelly and Jason Bloom. This movie stars Katie Featherston as Katie, Mika Sloat as Mika, Mark Fredericks as Dr. Fredericks, Ashley Palmer as Diane, and Amber Armstrong as Amber. It has a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb and an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. So press record. Get your powder. As, as we possess, possess this episode. have a new segment called Ghoulies Trivia. We're just a couple of ghoulies asking each other horror trivia, brought to you by Goliath Games Horror Trivia. We will be posting a photo of the game on Instagram if you'd like to purchase it. You can play along with us. So let's pick each other's brains. Alrighty, first question, Des. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Who directed the 1990 film Sleepy Hollow, which starred Johnny Depp as... Ichabod crane i think that is tim burton correct yay Good job. what do i get a hundred dollars <laughs> a hundred dollars <laughs> no i don't have that <laughs> do okay I well <laughs> i thought you did we're making this podcast for free desiree <laughs> okay you're right you're right <laughs> all right christy In what movie do the survivors use petri dishes with blood samples and a heated wire to determine which of them is the host of an extraterrestrial creature that would be The Thing. You are right. <laughs> almost like we did an episode on that. I know, right? It's almost like we already both knew that one. <laughs> what substance was used to ink the pages of the Necronomicon? It was human blood. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> human blood. All right. <laughs> this 1990 movie about an infestation of murderous spiders features John Goodman and Jeff Daniels arachnophobia oh dang Ooh, that movie gave me the heebie jeebies yeah hell nah <laughs> yeah hell nah is right i don't like them spiders <laughs> i don't like them <laughs> spiders too many legs can't trust them. too many legs <laughs> what series of children's horror books is written by the author rl stein goosebumps hell yeah it was i fucking love goosebumps so good i still like watch the old goosebumps series every oh. now and then and I also have some of the books, too. Very right. nostalgic. <laughs> very nostalgic. All right. What snack is Tallahassee searching for in Zombie Land? <laughs> I believe it's a Twinkie. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and he found him eventually. Yeah, he did. Good for him. The serial killer in Scream wears a mask inspired by which Edward Munch painting? I think it's the Scream, right? That's correct. Woo woo. Very nice. Does art imitate? reality or does reality imitate art both (gasps) what a deep answer (laughs) existential crisis existential (laughs) (laughs) crisis all work and no play makes jack a dull boy dot 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 name the movie my fave the shiny hell yeah brother (laughs) i love that movie it's so good all right that's it for ghoulies trivia Time to get into our opening scene. Pretty much starts out with Paramount Pictures would like to thank the families of Katie and Mika. They've got the TV on, panning. Immediately you can tell it's home footage. And if you couldn't tell, then Mika shows himself in the mirror recording. And he's like, look at my cool camera. (laughs) And it's huge. In 2009, that was a big camera. We did have one of those that like was in the 90s, camera. though. Katie pulling up with her cute little car. It's September 18th, 2006 yep. in San Diego. She's in her little convertible. You know, convertibles are cute, but I would definitely never own one because you know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too many bugs. for too you. Too many <laughs> bugs. For me, it's just more about my hair. My hair would be too tangled. OK, I get that, too. <laughs> She's rocking the side bang and the flared jeans. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and the layered tank. The layered tank. Can't That's forget about the really layered tank. The dead giveaway. she has got her flip phone. Oh my god. <laughs> I completely <laughs> her forgot about, about that. bag. Yeah, so those side bags. Yes. yes. That were a huge. Slouchy. Mika's cooking it up in the kitchen, cutting up some cool ass dinner. I guess. <laughs> She's pour- Katie's pouring some wine. <laughs> so funny. The house just looks so typical. Like, uh, just a very normal house, and that's probably partly due to it being Oren Pelly's home. That's, like, what adds to the creep factor of the movie. It's just that it looks so normal, like, yeah. it can happen to literally anyone. Yes, like, they're in the city. It's not like, you know, Cabin in the Woods or something, right? Yeah. Where they're, like, out in the middle of nowhere. It's, like... Or in like the country, like yeah, surrounded by like forests, right, or right. Desert or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like they're not, not disconnected from civilization. Like the Appalachian Mountains oh don't even don't even go there <laughs> mika's over here like baby talking his camera being like are you okay he how loves are you it? doing He's, he checks on that camera more than katie in this movie <laughs> he really does <laughs> we can clearly see who's a priority yeah. or what's a priority to him <laughs> really i think katie's got the camera now and she's kind of like well like oh look at their liquor collection on the That's counter impressive. i literally never noticed that mm, indian food that looks good that looks good yeah it does what is that butter chicken looks like it did he make some do he make some homemade naan i think he says denny time too. <laughs> oh god what an ick <laughs> <laughs> he goes time no stop it katie's crafting on the She's couch making some jewels like a nice little table by the window yeah. on the couch and what was up with like the tuscan style of like the mid-2000s honestly everyone have that in their homes <laughs> that's what my aunt's house used to look like <laughs> complete everyone with the leather coul- the, the like pleather couches right. and everything pleather couches That ginormous tv the browns and rusts colors like Look at that huge like box TV. It's a huge you see TV. That? I'm pretty sure on that TV they're watching Amnival Horror. Are they really? I'm pretty sure that's what's on. Yeah. I didn't notice that either. Wow. I'm I very observant. To check and that's what I think is on. I was like, I'm very observant. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured like with horror movies, there's always so many Easter eggs. So like if there's a TV on, it probably means something. What's pretty cool about paranormal activity though is that uh, the director, like Orton Pelly Pelley, uh, his inspiration made from the film came from, like, hearing strange noises at night whenever he moved into his new house. He didn't think the house was actually haunted, uh, but it gave him the idea of, like, what if it was haunted and they wanted to prove or disprove it, so they set up a camera. If I was hearing strange noises, I would definitely be investigating it. Mm. <laughs> I would. I mean, I would investigate it to a certain point. At a certain point, I'd probably be calling for help. Definitely be like help. help like you know once it comes to like the sleepless nights like they encounter in this movie i would definitely be calling for help well yeah then i'd be going to stay with someone else yeah but she says later in this movie it's not the house it's her which is a bummer Katie is over here knitting oh my god the tuscan theme continues in the bedroom. yeah it does yeah yeah comforter all those different patterns i know what is up with that it's, it's like always patchwork. like the burnt orange like always you know what my my room was Tuscan then, right? No, it was. It Growing was. up, your <laughs> room was Tuscan. It was because I had like the beige and the dark brown and the like burnt uh, orange. You didn't know any orange. better. I didn't know. My parents helped me. <laughs> your parents did it. They are like, she must be in theme. And I had literally bought that like whole set in like 2005 and he sets it up she's turning on the security alarms they did hear a weird noise earlier but they just decided uh it's just the ice maker which is fair because our ice maker does be making some weird noises sometimes that's kind of cool um that they have the security system like in their bedroom yeah that is actually really smart But I guess if you're leaving though, it it might be a pain in the ass. Like if you have to go somewhere, unless they have one downstairs too. Oh, and then also, what I think is crazy is that they literally took off their entire comforter and all of their other pillows except for two pillows. Okay, I thought that was very weird as well. I was like, why? No, we keep everything on the bed. I don't think we take everything. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I had like my decorative pillows. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so we don't really have many of. All right, I think that's it for our opening scene. It just kind of ends with it being night one and they're falling asleep. That brings us to favorite scene number one. It's whenever Katie kind of wakes up and just stands and stares at Mika forever. Like a little creep. So at this (laughs) point, it's night 15, which means that they've been having sleepless nights for almost two weeks. Which sounds awful. Oh, no, thank you. I need a solid nine hours or else I'm grumpy. (laughs) Solid nine hours? Yes. I'm good with like seven, seven and a half. Not me. Dang, girl. I need nine <laughs> hours. That's a lot of sleep. <laughs> so it says on the clock, because of course they have like the little time down there since they're recording, it says 1.36 a.m. Katie gets up. She kind of just looks like maybe she's sleepwalking. And then she stands and stares at Mika over the bed for two hours. Just freaking standing there, just bobbing. Just <laughs> 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 kind of swaying back and forth. Yeah, it goes from 136 to 330 in the morning. How does Mika not like feel that? That's what I was. I would wake up. I'm a light sleeper. And then she leaves the room. You can tell she's like not really awake. Like herself, really. Yeah, I guess. She's very slowly leaving the room. I think it's the sound of the stairs that maybe wakes up Mika eventually. He's a pretty hard sleeper. He's still out. At this point I was so prepared for a jump scare. Like for her to come back into the room.
1: And I'm pretty much prepared, like,
0: all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always prepared. In a fight or flight? Are you fight or flight? Uh, Flight. We know that. <laughs> no, that is so true. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> we won't give the full story on the podcast. We'll just say there was a threat once <laughs> with a, us and a group of our friends. And desi was the first one gone we were all threatened. it was scary <laughs> but <laughs> i was like bye <laughs> no des was literally like a solid football field ahead of I us said, see you guys <laughs> love y'all bye Just ditched us <laughs> so mika has picked up the um camera finally yeah finally, finally he woke up finally woke up realized katie wasn't there he's looking for her around the house he goes outside and he's like, the door is open. He's like, the what hell? the hell? And then it's, oh, it's so creepy. Cause when it's just on like a found footage type thing, it's Dude, just the light from the camera. So you're just like waiting for something to pop out of the darkness. It's so creepy. And then you see Katie on the swing. That's a cool swing, though. It is. It it's looks like really a two comfortable. person swing. She seems to be like asleep. And Mika's like, what are you doing out here? It's freezing. You're in a tank top and shorts. And she's like, I don't wanna go inside. And she seems like, catatonic hair looks good though yeah it does whose (laughs) hair looks that good after sleeping on it it looks good like throughout the whole movie too and i'm like wow girl you may be going through it but your hair looks nice (laughs) maybe she's born with it maybe she's possessed by a demon (laughs) (laughs) not maybelline just a demon not maybelline what's cool though is that steven Spielberg said that he actually had to stop watching the film halfway through on a like on his screen or whatever because he was genuinely spooked by the whole movie uh, he completed it in daylight hours, though, the next day. And he said that he loved it. That is crazy. And I, I feel that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I told my husband, when we're watching this movie, we are not watching it at night. We Heck have to watch no. it during daylight hours. Steven Spielberg was one of the first to review the movie. And he believed that his specific DVD was haunted. Because while he was watching it, um, his like a door in his house started to close Bruh. on its own. <laughs> yeah. And so he was like, nope, not leaving this here alone. He literally took the DVD in a plastic bag with him to work. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was like, possessed DVD. Yeah. Cannot leave this alone in my house. Exactly. If it's good (laughs) enough to scare Steven Spielberg, like, that's a good film. That is a good film.
1: But yeah, he does a good job of
0: freaking scaring people, too. I think Mika was downstairs. Right. And then he hears a loud thud and comes back upstairs. And there's TV static on. And I think he's like, what on. is happening? Or did he turn that lamp on? I, uh, I can d- He might have turned the lamp on. They don't show him leaving the room. Jesus. And Katie. then, yeah, jump scare. <laughs> Katie's in the doorway. And she's like, Mika, why are you recording? What are you doing awake? Why is the TV on? Like, she has no recollection that she walked out at all. I'd be like, Katie, babe, like you've <laughs> right. you were outside, my dude. Right. And she's literally like, just what? L- like, let me go to sleep. I'm tired. And she just goes back to sleep. Which I'm like, how do y'all sleep just under a sheet? It's still baffling. Red flag number one of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that they're gold sheets. Yeah. The the Tuscan vibe. That Tuscan vibe. (laughs) know what I'm saying? And that's pretty much it for our first favorite scene. On to our favorite scene number two. This is when Mika has a plan to lay down the powder to track the demon's footprints. Or see if they can see anything, basically. Any trace that he might be leaving. See what the heck is going on with this demon. Mika thinks that he's just like, I don't know, a demonologist himself. Yeah, He refuses he to call, call for smarts. help. Yeah, he tells Katie, he's like, I've got a plan. I have a plan. Don't you worry about it. And she's like, okay, but if it doesn't work, your little powder trick doesn't work. a demonologist. Exactly. But also, I get it. Like, the powder trick is a good idea mm-hmm. because you can see where it's going. But what is that actually going to solve for you? That's literally just going to tell you what you already know, that yeah. there's a demon in your house. And that it comes into <laughs> your room sometimes. And Katie, I think Katie was like, uh, you're going to clean that, right? Because <laughs> I ain't got time for that. <laughs> I heard that Oren Pelly actually changed his upstairs from carpeting to wood for the powder scene. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think he did it for the dragging scene too, oh, like later in the yeah. film. Ooh, carpet burn would be rough with that oh, scene. Oh yeah. So I think th- yeah, they're arguing and stuff because Mika is Mika. Right. <laughs> right. But I think they're talking about calling it an exorcist, but you know Mika has a superiority complex, so Of course. I and think- they get ready for bed with the door open, which is wild to me. That is weird to me. Be locking the door. What's the demon gonna do? Well, he might well, like it. I guess he could like <laughs> bust through it. <laughs> yeah. Crazy to me that the actors were not really given any script. They were just basically given like a small guideline on how to act. They were given like a basic outline. And yeah. then the rest of it was just yeah. They just improvised and decided what they were gonna do. Yeah. Something else that's really interesting, like a theme throughout this movie, is that the big demon activity seems to be happening at three fifteen. Well, yeah. And of course, that's the witching hour. When I think it happens, some of it happens like between two and like three thirty. Right, that's always the spooky time. Because yeah, witching hour, dead time, if you want to call it that, whatever. Right. (laughs) But that's usually whenever paranormal is more active. And so there, so now Mika and Katie are waking up and getting out of bed and freaking the fuck out because they're footsteps or footprints. My bad. So creepy. And Katie's like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "Obviously, they're footprints." Right. But <laughs> I guess if I was in that same predicament, I might be freaking out too. Look oh, at her! It's so creepy. And I think they're, don't they look like little hooves? Oh, oh, wait! They look like little. They look like alien little, kind of like alien feet. That's what I was gonna say. They're like three-toed. I'm surprised. Feet. I'm surprised the ghost wasn't like I know better than you. Like a giant. I'm just chicken. gonna jump that's over what this. It looks like we am just gonna jump over this like hopscotch yeah that's true they <laughs> outsmarted a demon good for you mika is that what you wanted this whole time yeah that is exactly, <laughs> exactly what he wanted oh yeah i forget that in the scene katie realizes like the attic is open and she's like mika did you do that mm-hmm. and he was like no and mika's like i didn't fucking do that right and she's like okay let's just leave it alone he's like no i'm gonna go look up there i'm just gonna go look up there a little bit i'd <laughs> be like let's piece the fuck out <laughs> right." If the attic was... No, Uh, I ain't going up there. No, thank you. You're crazy. Katie films Mika going up into the attic. And I think she was like, let's just go. Like, let's just go. Like, the whole time. Yeah, this demon might kill you if you go up there. And Mika's like, eh, who gives a fuck? I'm going to go up there anyway. Whatevs. (laughs) He doesn't really care. He's giving away that foot content for free. I know. (laughs) No free feet, Mika. He takes the video camera to show, like, what's up there the look on Katie's face. She just knows this is a bad idea. She's like, "Mm, don't go up there. The attic looks pretty normal, but there is one thing he sees that seems out of place. It's kind of a cute little attic. (laughs) As far as attics go, I guess. I like the way, I just like the way that the architecture is done. But I think he, so he sees something in the distance over there. We need like a demon architectural digest video. Yes, we do. Welcome to my home. Welcome. (laughs) This is where the demons live. (laughs) (laughs) There is something back there. Mika gets it somehow. I guess he crawls back there and gets it. They don't show that. But I'm assuming, but isn't that a bunch of fiberglass I think that's like, yeah, the insulation stuff. It's not good to breathe. In. That's itchy as fuck, too, if you get it on your skin. Yeah, that's true. Because like, I don't care. I'm tough. He crawls up there. He gets what's in the attic. It's a picture of Katie from when she's young. And the really creepy part about that is that earlier in the movie, she mentions that everything burned down in a fire. Mm-hmm. And so, it's like sent a Yeah, it's singed photos. on the outside. But she's like, there's literally no way that That this this picture could be here or exist. Freaking out, which, I mean, rightfully so. Yeah. (laughs) I would be freaking out, too. You know what I think is interesting, though, is that Pelly submitted this movie to, like, a number of major film festivals. But it it wasn't accepted by any. Um, Only one of the festivals accepted it. And it was the smaller Scream Fest in Los Angeles. But the reaction it got from audiences and critics made it enough to where, like, Pelly ended up getting noticed by a major talent agency. Wow. Yeah, those festivals really missed out because this movie ended up being a huge success. Mm-hmm. It was filmed on a very small budget, only for $15,000. Which is Which crazy. in terms of movies is nothing and then it grossed 193 million dollars worldwide that's an insane amount of money that's huge at one point it was the second highest grossing movie which makes total sense though because at the time i remember everyone freaking the fuck out about oh, this yeah. movie <laughs> oh yeah i went and saw this in theaters i can't remember if i went and saw it i don't know <laughs> but at uh towards the end of this scene uh katie just gets back in bed and She looks visibly stressed out. Yeah. And that kind of concludes our second favorite scene, I would say. That's it for that one. On to the third. That brings us to our favorite scene number three. So they are eating some sort of takeout they both look so sleep deprived yeah they look tired as heck and then they instantly jump up because they hear something very loud upstairs like a loud bang and trust me it's loud it is loud we literally re this scene just now and jumped <laughs> i said oh my god <laughs> she grabbed my arm and said oh my god it scared me <laughs> So Mika's like, I'll check the mirrors because it definitely sounds like glass breaking. And Katie's like, oh, my God, it's our picture. It's our picture. It's our picture. of And him there's and her and Mika. A really cute like vacation photo. Mika's face is punched and scratched. And scratched. Like, claws went through it. And he's like, why am I the only one with like scratch marks on my face? And it's like because you've been antagonizing yeah, this freaking demon the exactly. whole movie. You've been doubting the demon. Oh, and you can hear like breathing. Katie is like panicking. She's like, I can feel it breathing on me. It's here. Her hair is blowing from the breath. She is fully freaking out. And so she takes off running downstairs and she is very convincing in that moment. She's a really good actress. She's actually the only actor from Paranormal Activity to be included in every film. That's dope. They probably kept her because she's really convincing at the fact that she's being haunted. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Like I believed her. I (laughs) was like, yep. Yep, yep girl you're right girl You haunted that get is how you act there. when you're being possessed get up out of there she runs down the stairs she is fully freaking out which can't blame her yeah no can't blame her at all this is definitely the most real it's getting and also what i think is even creepier about this scene is it's not at night it's, nah, during, it's during the, the day. day and it's like for some reason i think at least i have this theory of like oh well if it's daytime the demons can't get me <laughs> I feel like that's the theory for everything because usually they come in the dark, right? Know? Right at nighttime. That's like where they thrive, but usually, yeah. And I think she ended up calling Doctor Frederick's back, and yeah. um, he's like, no, yeah, <laughs> immediately he no. is like, I'm so sorry, I can't be here. The demon is so angry. I'm here. I'm mm-hmm. uncomfortable. I gotta go. Yeah, he walks in and he's like, yeah, I literally can't help you. Sorry, y'all are on your own. You and never Katie's want your- like excuse you yeah. <laughs> you never want your problem to be so bad that the expert's like i can't be here <laughs> yeah like what do you mean you can't be here and he it's literally like literally tells her like i can't help you yeah and it's because mika has like made the spirit so angry now that yes. the spirit's like okay well you know what i'm just gonna be even worse yes and they're exhausted and they're fighting and the psychic tells them at the beginning like it feeds off of negativity it's so crazy to me though that the studio kind of originally wanted to remake this movie too like, after Paramount purchased it, they wanted to make it with a bigger budget. Uh, but Pelly and Bloom, uh, they kind of agreed at first, but then they wanted to do a test screening with, like, the original movie and see how it went. And it went over so well that they were just kind of like, no, you know what, I don't think we need to redo it. Right. I'm really glad they didn't. Because Me too. I think just how real this feels to how it could be your life. Exactly, yeah. I was going to say it feels very authentic. That's why it makes it feel so scary, I think, because it's just an average home with average people. Plus, it was like one of the main found footage films that really got a lot of traction. Right. And then I think everything was shot with like a home camera, right? It was. Yeah. Everything was shot on just a home camera, which makes it look so convincing. That's crazy to me. That's it for our third favorite scene. Time for our fourth. It's kind of going to be two favorite scenes in one, but it's because they just tie in so well together and they're yeah. kind of like right after each other. So <laughs> it's towards the end of the film. When shit is really getting real. Oh shit! Ooh, did you see the shadow I on the door? I just saw the shadow. Yeah. <gasps> you see a shadow on the door, and then, boom! Katie is slid out of the bed. Okay, micah really is a hard sleeper. Yeah, for real. How? She's getting dragged she's like, down the hall, she's screaming, like screaming micah's name. Mika, I keep calling him micah dude. I know. I'm sorry, it's Mika. I've probably called him micah but like ten like, times already. Yeah, she's screaming for Mika, and she's like Mika, like screaming and stuff, and uh. Literally, like, I guess he's trying to get her away from the demon, and she's screaming, (laughs) like, his name, and just yelling. Yeah. And you can hear, like, the demon kind of making noises, too. So creepy. So I think he finally gets her. They go into the bedroom. Still don't shut the door. Nope. Which I'm like, okay. Nope. We're just going to leave the door open um And they just like embrace because they're freaking out. I really do think this is the first time Mika's taken it like seriously. Yeah, Mika's like, oh shit, like you were literally dragged out of our bed and right. like all the way over there. And I still don't understand why there's no lights on <laughs> and the door's not shut. I guess it's not gonna do anything because he's a demon. Yeah, so. that's true. Well, the next morning, like Katie's just tired as shit, exhausted. She's gotten like no sleep in the past like month at this like, point. Yeah. Because we started off in September, and now it's in October. And she's just like sitting there, and she's like, "God, like leave me alone." Basically, right. And, and Mika's like, "Let me see the damage that was done." Yeah, and Mika's she like, "Can I show? Can you show your back or whatever?" Or your and side. She has like an insane bruise. And well, like, I think her it's side. more like a or like bite a bite mark. mark I yeah. guess. Yeah, it is more like a bite mark. Like the demon Ugh. like bit her with his sharp ass teeth. Like, and oh, also, I'm like Mika, it. like, what the hell? You like right. you just touched it, like, right. <laughs> you know, it hurts. Just looking rough. Her hair still looks good. And then, she's po- yeah, she's dude, like catatonic she's going again. It. Yeah, yeah, she's catatonic, just like sitting against a the wall. Is she wearing a chili sweatshirt? <laughs> no, she is not. And it looked like it said chili's. <laughs> and she's like oh, clutching yeah, a crucifix so tight Yeah, dude. that her hand starts bleeding. Yeah, which I'm like, dang, you really had to be crutching that thing. Mika goes and like wraps up her hand, giving away those free feet again. Yep. Giving him for free. Uh, I think he's finally starting to see, like, how much of a toll this is taking on Katie. But it's like, you should have listened earlier. Now mm-hmm. it's too serious to get help. Now you, like, really screwed it up. He's helping her up off the floor. Dude, I'd be like, one, we need to go to the doctor. And two, we need to call someone like the Warrens. Yes. <laughs> right. You know, this was uh, Jason Bloom's, like, first big horror hit. Wow. Uh, Which, you know, Jason Bloom is now the owner of Bloomhouse Productions. Of course. And he's gone on to become one of the biggest, like, companies in horror. So, like, making such hits as The Purge, Get Out, um, pretty much most of the Halloween movies recently, uh, Insidious. Like, the list goes on and on and on. Sinister, like, there were so many. That's amazing. Because, yeah, now I feel like these days anyway, when you think – bloom house you think horror or oh, yeah. vice versa i guess horror and Bloomhouse like just go hand in hand so it's really crazy to think that this was like one of the biggest hits or one of the first big hits and that it was because as you talked about earlier, it made a lot of money, a lot <laughs> of money and it launched a franchise, too. Yes. They have six movies now. I That's believe. a lot of movies. So six I or actually seven. I haven't seen the newest one from 2021. I have not seen the newest one either, but I've seen all of the rest of them. Yeah, me too. Poor so, Katie. Yeah. Katie's just laying in the sheets. Um. <laughs> Oh, that's right. At this point, the creepiest thing happened. She's like, "I think we're okay now." Oh, yeah. And then she smiles and you can hear like her voice and the demon voice at she the same time. She smiles and like closes her eyes and it's like, "Oh, cool. Katie's and then possessed." And you know, okay, <laughs> the demon has fully taken over. There's no fighting it now. Yeah. Katie's a goner. It's 127 on night number 21 now, October 8th. It's been a little bit over a month. Dude, they were just going through it. Well, Katie was Katie's because going Mika yeah. mika just didn't listen right like the whole time not listening to his girlfriend oh, ignoring every red flag there ever was katie like sits up in the bed she gets all out. creepy she's like Doo, do, 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 do. let's just go for a tiny little walk right around the bed well i think this is another time where it's like a couple of hours and she mm-hmm. like stares over mika again yeah right now she's just standing like on the side of her bed staring and oh, mika's right. blanket gets pulled off of him. The And Mika is such a deep sleeper because, like, I would have woken up immediately. Yes, It's like an instant temperature change. How do you not (laughs) notice that? And instead he's like, yeah, I'm still sleeping. I'm just having a good time. Mika's just a sleepy boy. So then Katie walks over to his side of the bed at 128 a.m. Oh, my God. The tension builds so much here because you're just expecting her to, like, I don't know, attack him like right yeah. now. But no, she stands over him for a couple of hours. She's standing I think there swaying again. And Mika's just like, yeah, let me just <laughs> roll over. Yeah. He must be in that deep sleep, that room. Yeah, he is.
1: Yeah, and this it's is like the
0: third or fourth time that it's been exactly 3.15 when something happens. Yeah. What else is interesting about 3.15, it kind of ties into them watching Amityville Horror before. But the Amityville Horror murders happened at <gasps> 3.15 in the morning. What? Isn't that crazy? Okay, that is cool. That's mm-hmm. a cool little Easter egg. Ooh, she's going down the stairs and the girl yeah. is stomping. Yeah, she goes, goes got down them the stairs. Demon feet. She got them weird three toed <laughs> hoof, whatever. And I think she goes down there and she like screams Mika. Yeah, she's screaming Mika's name and it's obviously just to lure him And Mika's down like there. Yeah, sure, let me just go down there really quick. He thinks she's getting hurt again or something. He took off running down and like it's pretty much just black and stuff. You can hear like a ton of screaming and Mika's grunting. And I think there's just a ton of silence. That's like Demon gaslighting number one is they use their victim to sound like they're in distress. Yep, and then they lure the victim in. And we hear some heavy ass footsteps coming up the stairs. Oh, it's so creepy. This is such a good. It's crazy that it all happens like within like a couple of minutes too. Yeah, very quick. Because it's just silent for so long, so so it's like building up all that suspense. Yes, and you hear the like heavy ass footsteps. You just know the theaters were like going wild at this point. Oh yeah, theaters full of people, and then Mika gets thrown, Th- thrown at, the the camera, at the camera, which I forgot about that, and I almost had a freaking heart attack. Oh. And then Katie comes Katie's up in her covered white in tank, She's covered in blood. She clearly killed Mika. She just stares over him, and it's so creepy because she starts like sniffing him or something, and you're like, Ugh. <laughs> and then she looks up at and the camera. And then she looks up at the camera. So creepy. <gasps> she Crawls to the camera. Real close to the camera. Just stares and smiles. And she turns oh. into a demon. So creepy. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So she was obviously getting possessed the whole entire time. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> Just slowly getting possessed. And I think it says, like, at the end. Yeah, it says at the end that uh, Mika's body was discovered by police on October 11th, 2006. But Katie's whereabouts remain unknown. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> There were a few different endings to this movie, right? So There were a few. I know one, the original, or in version, was Katie being shot by the police. But, yeah, she was shot after she emerged from her, the bedroom holding a knife. Right. Because so they were like, well, obviously you're she a killed threat. them. Yeah, so they killed her. Um, and then there was also another ending where Katie still kills Mika, but then she slits her own throat with the same knife. Yeah. And then the um, I think what became like the official ending is the one we just saw, which is Mika is killed by being hurled across the room by the demon. And then Katie turns into a friggin snarling demon. <laughs> so good. And actually, I guess with the the second one, like where she kills him and then she slits her own throat in front of the camera. It's kind of crazy because the knife that they u- or she used to like kill him at the end in the alternate ending is the same one that Mika was using whenever he was making dinner in the beginning of the that's movie. That's so wild. And I'm like, well, that's what happens when you don't call the demonologist <laughs> early. Rule number one, if you think you're being possessed, get rid of all of your sharp utensils. Yep, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and now for our least favorite scene. So at this point... Mika and Katie have decided, like, let's just get out of the house for a minute. Like, you clearly need to relax. We both need to relax. It's been pretty stressful, fair to say. Look at Mika actually caring about his girlfriend for once. Or so (laughs) you think. (laughs) Yeah, or so you think, anyway. Then it shows Mika with a Ouija board when literally everyone has told him, do not communicate with this demon. Mm Mhm. Katie has told him... The psychic has told the him. The psychic told him. Literally everyone, the friends have told him, do not use an Ouija board. And then Katie comes downstairs and she's like, are you kidding me? She's like, you told me you weren't going to do that. Like, what the fuck? Because also Mika was like, we have a few minutes like before we need to leave. And Katie's Such like, are you idiot. kidding me? Like, like, are you serious, dude? And his line here is so stupid and so childlike. He's like, i didn't buy it i borrowed it because she's <laughs> like i told you not to buy one." I oh like, my I didn't god buy it, i borrowed it that sounds about right though and he's like come on like let's just do it let's let's just uh see if we can contact this demon real quick and she's like absolutely not get rid of it yeah she's i'm like, done with get this. up let's go we're leaving mika just totally ruined date night <laughs> i would be so mad and I'd be so pissed. one of the main reasons why this uh, this scene was like my least favorite is because it's very clear that Mika does not care about what's happening to Katie or right. that she's scared. And he's just kind of like, eh, whatever, like not listening to her feelings at <laughs> all. And like she's the one being possessed. Yeah, so she should be the one that determines the situation. Plus, she mentions to the psychic this has happened since she was like eight years yeah, old. Yeah, It's happened since she was a kid. So she's going to know how to deal with it better than you are. And instead, he's like, yeah, you know what? Whatever. But he didn't say bye to the Ouija board. No, he also. didn't. And so then you see some, like, wind blowing through the living room. The Ouija board starts moving on its own, mm-hmm. spelling something out. And then it catches on fire. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a very well-contained fire. Because yeah. Because I feel like that would catch everything else on fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which means it's right where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then... Katie and Mika are returning home after their little date night that Mika already ruined. Yep. And the first thing he does is check on the Ouija board. Yeah, of course. He does not care about Katie. And he's like, oh, my God. He gets, like, excited. Yeah. Can you burn something into it? Can you see this? And it's like, yes, I see it. And I'd be like, I'd be like, get that out of this house. Right. Like, yeah, he's just a very inconsiderate partner is really what it comes down to. So he's like, look, and then he shows that it's, like, burnt. I can't tell what it was trying to spell out. Do you have any idea? No. If he would stop moving. I know. Mika. (laughs) This is all Mika's fault. (laughs) (laughs) He should have said goodbye, first of all. Yeah. And so Katie's pissed. Yeah, Rightfully so. And he tries to go up to the bedroom, and she's like, get out of here. She is, like, pissed. She's like, get out. I literally threw down you know to, to get do that. out of my face. I am so upset with you. Yeah, she's like, "Get out!" Oh, I would be so mad too. Oh yeah, and that kind of concludes our least favorite scene. I would say it's our least favorite for obvious reasons. Yeah, for obvious reasons. But I, it was a good little thing to show, though. Um, just yeah how much Mika is just disregarding the fact that this is a freaking demon haunting and he's like, "eh, whatever. And he's just not believing any of it. Right. And it also, I think shows like how powerful the demon is. Oh yeah. That's true too. It's, it's a good scene, but obviously come on, Mika, don't be a dick. The demon literally caught that on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We figured because we are doing a paranormal episode that we would add in a little ghost story this time. little spooky ghost little story. A spooky ghost story. That we actually experienced together. Yeah, this paranormal event actually happened while we were hanging out once. And it was spooky and terrifying. <laughs> it really was. So I once lived with um, another one of our friends in a three-bedroom apartment. And we had three bedrooms and two living areas. Mm-hmm. One was a living area we would actually hang out in. And the other one we just kind of called like the party the room. The den or yeah. whatever. We refer to it like as a party Kind of like room. the party room. It was very room. much like a den. It the was kind of like a little party only thing we did room. in it was host party. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> the only time we ever used that room. It literally was not even furnished. <laughs> it, it was like just one, for parties. I think it had like a, a couple of little seat. fold-out couch, like <laughs> chairs and yeah, stuff. like a card table or something. I know there was like a whiteboard in there for some reason. I have no idea what we even. probably There did. were so many random little knickknacks So in there. much random stuff in that. We had too much space. Yeah. is really what it came down to. <laughs> But because we never used that room for really anything but partying, it felt really, I don't know, there was a vibe right there. Yeah, it felt like super ominous all the time and like heavy. Yes. There was like, the only way I can describe it is there was like an energy in there. Yeah, n- no one ever wanted to go in there, like, no. except for one week when parties. there were parties. But like, yeah, whenever we were just hanging out and stuff, we never really went in there. No, like, never. I would avoid that room all the time because I was like, mm, yes. feels weird. Right. And so the friend I lived with and me and Dez were hanging out with another one of our friends mm-hmm. and we were, you know, drinking, chatting, having a good time, playing some games and there was music on. I think someone was playing it on a speaker. Yeah. We were playing it on like one of the Bluetooth little, right. Little Bluetooth speaker. Bluetooth I don't speaker. <laughs> <laughs> right. And we were kind of talking about the energy the party room has mm-hmm. and Dez was like, Dez like She's mentioned this before on the podcast, but, like, she picks up energy really, really well. Yeah, I do. (laughs) And so she was like, yeah, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to freak you guys out. But, like, I've also always gotten that vibe Mm -hmm. from, like, the party room. Yeah, I always had, like, such a weird vibe. Right. And I think it was the other friend's, like, first time being at our house. Yeah, I think she had only been there maybe, like, once or twice before. Right. But, of course, me and the friend that lived there had also had this feeling and Des... You know, came over like, I don't know, every other day. Practically yeah, lived there I, was too. A, I basically live there. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so we the three of us kind of knew this feeling and she's like, well, you know, tell me more about it. So we start talking about mm-hmm. it. Our mistake. Our mistake. <laughs> Why do we give it life? <laughs> don't ever do that. As we can no. see from Mika, don't ever give it life. And we start talking about it and the music abruptly stops. Just yeah, like mid song out of nowhere, like mid song we were playing talking all about night. It. The bluetooth speaker was on. It's not like it, it died not, or anything. Yeah, it wasn't dead or anything. No. We had n- we had, had no issues with connection anything. It just abruptly stopped yeah. right when we started talking about it. And we all just it. kind of like looked at each other and we were like did did someone turn that off? Yeah. And we we're like and everyone was like nope. No. Not me. I didn't press anything. It was still queued up on the phone. It was playing yeah. off of. Yeah. Very creepy, and so all of our hearts like drop into our stomach. Yeah, we were we were all like kind of just like okay, you know what we're gonna do? We're just gonna ignore that, right? Just act (laughs) like it didn't happen. So before that, though, I don't know if you remember. So we we were like we're just gonna ignore this, and then right, and then y'all had like a tall like chest or something. Yes, in the living room. Yes and i think someone's wallet was on top of it i don't yes. know if it was mine or if it was like someone else's wallet i think it was our other friend's wallet um but it was up there and like we were all just like ignoring everything and we were like okay well that was oh weird God, right that's but right. and then all of a sudden that freaking wallet i kid you not like flew yes off of the sh- off yes. of the chest and we were like yeah okay no we're done all right we're going so outside literally <laughs> we all jumped up really quick and like ran outside and we were yes. like did any we were like okay everyone saw that right like everyone saw that right. fly off the freaking chest right yes and um like for no reason we were not yeah. close to the chest like, yeah we didn't we, bump it no. it was literally across the room we'd been hanging out for like what at least 45 minutes at this point yeah so we it's don't not like someone had just put it up there and it was on the edge i mean like yeah we had been we had been hanging out for a while and like we were just chilling like yeah. literally no one had touched it or anything and so yeah for it to fly across the room we were like um what just happened we're like yeah we're gonna go outside so (laughs) i kid you not without saying anything to each other we just all got up and walked out and we were like we're just gonna stand out here for a bit and yeah kind of just try not to think about that that was the best (laughs) part is that it was like 15 seconds of silence after we got outside and everyone was just like looking around yeah (laughs) no one wanted to say anything Dude, there were a few other times though that we did have spooky experiences like in together in that same apartment, right? In that apartment, but also the uh, the uh next apartment. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, that apartment that was of our own doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me and me and my friend that I lived with. Yeah. <laughs> we Definitely played with a Ouija board. Oh my part. God, you did it. You did that. We did. That's it. Okay, we did not know then. And we were like, uh let's just do that. Oh my God. And we did. And it was not a good that idea. That picture frame almost killed me. <laughs> And so, just so you know, there was a huge picture frame that like held a bunch of different photos or yeah. something. And we were all hanging out. Like collage. And I think I was like, I had just like laid on the ground or something. I don't know. We did a bunch of stupid stuff. Yeah, and, uh, we did. <laughs> and like that picture frame fell, or did it almost hit me, or did it almost hit her? It almost I can't hit remember. you. Okay. Wait. It was one of us. It may have been her. I think it was her. It might have, it, it was her. It, it, and so it did hit our friend. It almost, it, or almost, it almost like literally fucking hit her in the head. Yeah. And this thing was secured pretty well, I would say so. we lived in that apartment for three years. Yeah. And at that point, it had already been up for a year and a half. Yeah, so see? (laughs) And I don't know the timeline. I'm going to have to ask our other friend. But I don't remember if that was before or after we played with the Ouija board. Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, we said goodbye. We threw it away. Mm -hmm. We did what we thought we were supposed to do. Well... Except okay. for playing with the Ouija board. Except we, for playing it in the We knew apartment. we shouldn't have done that. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. Well, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> There's our spooky experiences. Spooky experiences. Just thought we'd share. It's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is time for our woozy scale. Des, what do you give paranormal activity? I think I want to give it a 4.5. Ooh, nice. Not really a full five, just because... Honestly, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would say probably not a full five because I feel like some things could have been done a little tiny bit better. Okay. Um, but all in all, it was very like cohesive. It kept me scared, which is a big thing for me because I usually don't get scared of horror movies. Uh, but paranormal ones do get me. Oh, yeah. Um, it also is a little nostalgic because of the like Tuscan <laughs> theme. <laughs> And also the flip phone that Katie has and just like the style that we have here, the camera for sure. Like it all just kind of brings me back a little bit, especially to the time where this came out, like in around like 2000, I think it came out around like 2009, 2009. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it brings me back to those times. I mean, even though the film was shot in 2006, you know? Oh yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I just really like it. I feel like the actors did it or actresses and actors did a very good job, Uh, They were convincing. They kept me, like, I don't know. They kept my attention, and they kept me wanting to watch the movie. And, like, Katie does a really good job of actually being scared, so it made me scared. Oh, for sure. (laughs) And just the fact that of thinking this could happen to anyone right, is terrifying. Yeah. It reminds me of, like, home invasion movies. Oh, gosh, yes. Like, paranormal movies that happen in households Ugh. like freak me out. And so yeah, I don't know. I just really I do really like this movie. I agree. Yeah. What about you? I would have to say yeah, I I do feel like 4.5 4. out of 5 knives is the right rating for this movie. Um I like to reserve fives for like movies that I just cannot get enough of. Mm-hmm. So, and not that I can't get enough of this movie, but it's not one that I'm going to just watch over and over and over like over and over yeah right i love it i think it's a great movie i think there's a lot of spooky scenes in it this movie definitely has you you know looking at your house a little bit sideways yeah and being like mm. right when your doors are a little extra creaky and you're going to bed yeah, and think like, you think you hear something <laughs> right it definitely leaves you spooked and i think that's what a really good scary movie does It being filmed in seven days definitely adds to the impressive factor of it. That's so crazy to me that it was filmed so fast. It's wild. And And on home video. How well it did. Yeah. It's crazy. And it still holds up. Yeah, absolutely. That's another thing I really like about it. Like definitely dated with, like you said, the Tuscan style. Yeah. (laughs) And the layered (laughs) tanks and such. But other than that, I mean, that's just a, you know, part of the time that it was shot in. But other than that, this holds up so well. It scares me. Literally every time I watch it, it's it predictable, but it scares me every it. time. It scares me every time. Yeah, whenever I rewatched it, it kind of. Oh scary. yeah. I also love this movie because this was one that I watched in theaters originally, and it just gives me that same feeling every mm-hmm. time I watch it. Like I need to be curled under a blanket. <laughs> I'm scared. I have to watch it in the daylight. Like I feel you, Steven Spielberg. On that, honestly. <laughs> It's just a really good film. So, four out of five knives for me, or four and a half out of five knives for me. Nice. Let us know where you stand on your Woozy scale. Comment on Instagram at Woozy Hair Podcast or on TikTok at Woozy Hair Podcast. We hope you guys had a good time. Thanks for listening. And, and listen, listen to your girlfriend. To your girlfriend.